We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hey everyone, I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Hi everyone. And he's Grogu. And we're on the road with Mickey. This is episode 120 for May 2nd, 2022. And our feature topic is the lands of the Magic Kingdom. This is part one of a two-part series. We are looking at each of the lands. And each one of us is taking one. And we are um, going to tell 10 things that we love about that land. Um Originally, originally, we were going to do five. Yeah. And we started writing them, coming up with them, and we were like, five is way too short. So, ten is what we went with. <laughs> so, yep. this is part one, and um, Sophie is going to look at Fantasyland. Brenda is going to look at Liberty Square, and I'm going to look at Adventureland. So, part two next week, we'll cover the other three. Yeah. Um, but yeah. before we get going, we've got some cheddar from the big cheese. And Brenda, you're starting us off. Well, we have something going on at Disneyland. Disneyland is introducing a new Disneyland After Dark party. The first ever party is called Disneyland After Dark Grad Night Reunion, and it's happening on June 23rd. June 28th and June 30th, 2022. This reunion party will be filled with dancing, fun, and plenty of nostalgia from graduation classes the last six decades. It is taking place at Disney's California Adventure Park. Will you be attending? Let us know. Um, let us know. Exactly. Let us know. Yeah. We want to know, and we want to know how you like it if you go. Yeah, I've, at first I thought you were asking me, Aunt Brenda, and I Are was Are you going? Like, no, unfortunately, I don't think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I can tell you that Dad and I have, well, and you have all graduated in the last six decades, so we could go. We could. Yeah, we could. But we're going to be a little busy on June 23rd still, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be having our own party, and it's going to be better. Party party. Yep. <laughs> all right, Sophie. All right. Well, of course, this is huge news for me. You all know how much I love my lounge fly bags. Had I taken the time to read the cheese before I got started today, I would have had my lounge fly bags with me ready to show you. But I just have to share with you the newest Disney collection that came out, and it is based on the 1950s animated film Peter Pan. Yay. And there is a picture that we want to share, possibly. So yep. take a look at this picture of Big Ben from the movie, as well as this lounge fly of Nana. Oh my god, Aww. they are so cute. I love the Big Ben one. Yeah, I, love it. I like that one too. Yeah, and it's got the clock hands. You can move the clock. Oh, Wait, I love really? that. It looks like it, doesn't I it? I am, I am a lounge fly collector also, and this one is awesome. It does. And here I was thinking that my next lounge fly would be a stitch one. I think I want this one instead. Really yeah. cute. So, so anyway, if you're not watching us on YouTube, 
check out the YouTube channel and check out this episode so you can see that picture. But you know what? I will also post it in the On the Road with Mickey group so people can see it as well. Yay! Um, and then lastly, you know, this coming Sunday is Mother's Day. So Aunt Brenda, Sophie and I want to wish you a very, very, very oh, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Happy so Mother's much. Day. And we want to wish it also to Cindy, of course. Yep. And to my mom, so Sophie's Mima. And yep. to Aunt Sheila. And to Aunt Sheila. And my and mom. To and to Brenda's mom and yeah. to everyone else that has been like a mother figure to us. We want to wish yeah. everyone out there a very happy Mother's Day. And we happy hope mother's that day. you that the mothers out there have a wonderful day. So thank you. Happy thank Mother's you. Day, y'all. Happy Mother's Day, Aunt Brenda. Thank you. So all right. And and Sophie, you're kind of like Grogu's mom. So he says happy <laughs> he's older over. than me. He yeah, is I know, older than but me. He's he's smaller than you. So yep. there you go. <laughs> love is love. Love is love, exactly. <laughs> does that mean because we all know that Mando is the father, does that mean that I'm no. married to the Mando? No. No. What? He's cute enough. Yeah, but no. I'm never going to have a family. Oh, sure you will. That'll not with him. Not with you. <laughs> okay, so moving on. <laughs> it is time to talk about our feature topic. Our Lands of the Magic Kingdom Part 1. Yeah. So, like I said, we are splitting it up into two weeks. And this week, we're looking at Liberty Square, Fantasyland, and Adventureland. And Sophie, I am giving you the ball. You are going first. And um, let's just go round table, round around, round around, around. And, um, and we'll, just, we'll just go around and each one give one. And we'll just kind of circle back around each time. Yep. Like Sounds Prince Charming's Carousel, which is there not on go. my list. There you go. But like that analogy, yes. Yeah. Very good analogy. All so. right. Well, I don't have any particular order for these, so I'm just going to go ahead and go straight on down the list. Okay. And the first thing on my list is that, and we're talking about the things that we love about each one in case anybody didn't hear that right away. And the first thing on my list is that this park, this land, Fantasyland, was my favorite as a child. I love Liberty Square. Everyone knows that, but that was not always the case. Because for anyone that knew me in elementary school, I hated history class. Until we finally got to the American Revolution and I realized, hey, wait a minute. This is a story. I like stories. And what makes it even cooler is that this actually happened. And after that, it kind of just clicked and history became my favorite subject ever. But until that happened, which was in about third grade or something, 
Until that happened, I could not stand history, and so Liberty Square was probably my least favorite up until that point because I was a misguided child. Okay. Not to um, discredit Fantasyland. Fantasyland is awesome no matter how old you are. Exactly. Okay. So it was your childhood favorite. Yes. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, good answer, Sophie. Good answer. Thank you. Thank you. Aunt Brenda? Well, I am um, focusing on Liberty Square today, and there's kind of three categories I am focused on. Food, location, and symbols of patriotism, of course. So the first one being food, because... <laughs> I'm a foodie. Food, <laughs> definitely. <We're> foodies. <laughs> so my number, my it's not my number one. I mean, they're all relate, you know, rated the same. But um, my first thing to talk about is Columbia Harbor House because that uh, is my favorite quick service at Magic Kingdom. Oh my gosh! Man. Yes. Yeah. Yep, I love yeah. Columbia Harbor House. Do they serve fish and chips at Columbia Harbor House? It's been so long since I've been there. Yes, they do. They do. They have good. lobster rolls too. They have a lot of different things, but their food is really good. And there's a lot of yeah. places to sit, especially upstairs. They tweak so I really the menu. Like to... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say they tweak the menu slightly where you can't just order fish and chips. You have to order like their basket or whatever. And it's fish and chips and also like chicken, chicken tenders and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, but you can definitely get your fish there. Yep, mm-hmm. and it's good. And it is good. So that's it for my number one. That was short and sweet, wasn't it? Yes, it was. One thing <laughs> I like about Columbia Harbor House is how um, on one side, you've got the Liberty Square. Yep, entrance. and that's like, uh, that's about my number nine down there. <laughs> oh, am I am I taking one? Of you? Go ahead. I'll just skip it. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. Zip, zip, zip. <laughs> we don't I can steal from it. people here. That's we don't. We don't talk about Brenda's choices. No, no, no. <laughs> we don't talk about Brenda. No, no, no. We don't talk about Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We love you, Aunt Brenda, but that's She's the entire reason that we chose different lands. And that's yeah. the entire reason that I let you have Liberty Square because and we I all really know. appreciate it. Yeah. We all know that I could have been selfish and said I wanted Liberty Square, but yeah. I always talk about Liberty Square, so it's time for you to have your exclusive 10 from Liberty Square and not have one of us steal it. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, Daddy, before we go and steal any more of what Brenda has to say, let's go on to you. Okay. So, I, when I was thinking about this topic, I was thinking about the rides that are in the land that I'm talking about. Of course, I'm talking about Adventureland. I mean, how can you have a land with no rides. The only one I know of is Main Street USA. Um, so, but that's next week. Um, <laughs> so, for me, the first one I want to say is that Adventureland, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. That's Pirates a good of one. the Caribbean is where it's at. 
It's one of the best rides in the whole park, and it lives in Adventureland, as everyone knows. There you go. Yeah. I love Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, and I have a couple other things down the road that tie into Pirates just a little bit, you know? Yeah. So, so because it's kind of an, it's, it's an immersive land, you know? So, so there's things that also play off of it, you know? Pretty cool. So, so that's my first one. Yep. All right. Guess that's me and it's my turn again. It's your turn again. All right. Well, hmm. Again, I don't have the same like mindset as Aunt Brenda or as my dad just because they are focused on different things around their lands but me I'm just focused on anything that comes to mind I wouldn't even say I'm actually focused I just list what came to mind and I actually had more but I'm going to stop for the purpose of us all having 10 Okay. So and what's so, number two? So the next thing on my mind is actually a ride. It's it's a small world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I love it's a small world. And so admittedly, the one in Disneyland, I do like better. But that does not discredit the one in Disney. Actually, I know it's implied that we're talking about Disney World here, but technically there's Fantasyland in both Disneyland and Disney World, so I could talk about the Disneyland It's a Small World. And in that case, I am. Because the thing that I like the most about the Disneyland It's a Small World is the fact that it has characters from the Disney movies in all the different scenes of the ride. Like in the... Middle Eastern section of the ride you have Jasmine and Aladdin flying on the carpet and you can tell which one is theirs because it also has the genie's lamp on that magic carpet. There's Ariel, there's Cinderella, there's Alice in Wonderland. There are all these different characters and it's so amazing to just find them as you're going through the ride. Yeah, you're right. That is that is the biggest point of difference between the two rides definitely and that is the coolest thing about it's a small world at disneyland yeah Um, my my personal preference though is the disney world one i think because we can experience it more often more readily and so for me that's why and and i've got the nostalgia of being there in the 70s when it was there yeah so I do like it for that too, but but you're like, right. The characters they, and the, the having the movie characters in there, yeah, is really cool. It adds yeah. so much, yeah. Come to think of it, if they actually found a way to add the movie characters into the It's a Small World ride at Disney World, then it would become the perfect ride, I think. Yeah. So I so, don't mind it, Disney. We know you're listening. I think they're intentionally keeping it different. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. Because I you know. don't want you don't want these you don't want the parks to become cookie cutters of each other. Yeah. You know, because then people wouldn't they they want something different 
at each of them so that you have that reason to go see the other ones. Right, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. But I wouldn't mind having a Cars Land. No, I wouldn't either. Oh, That'd be pretty I would cool. not mind at all. You know, there's or, space for it. Or having, um, is it, it Disneyland Paris where the castle has the dragon in the basement? It yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. Having that at Cinderella Castle. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Make it a make it a walkthrough like at Sleeping Beauty Castle where you walk through to see the dragon and to see the storyline a little bit, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That would be cool. Yeah. I do think it works in Disneyland Paris. However, there's not really a dragon in Cinderella's story. There's not a huge beast. There's only Lady Tremaine. That's true. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right on that. So, yep. so it wouldn't work. No. So. As cool as it would be. It wouldn't work. You're right. Yeah. All right. So. Brenda. So I'm back at food again. All right. Talk <laughs> I see about nothing wrong food. with that. This mm-hmm. one is, you know, people hear me say this pretty often and I, you know, I, I'm not ashamed of that at all. I'm happy to share that every time I'm on here. But the Liberty Tree Tavern, mm. I'll say again, one of my favorite table service, consistently awesome food, consistently awesome service. That's another reason why I love Liberty Square. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing that we got the Liberty Tree Tavern, isn't it? Yes, it's a very good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be and fun. That's, that's our reservation for June 18th. So exciting. We're eating at Liberty Tree Tavern, and so that, that'll be fun. That's a good, yes. that is a good meal any time of the year, but especially on Sophie's birthday. That's right. Yay! <laughs> or the day before Sophie's birthday. <laughs> Yay. Um, but that'll All be right. a good, that'll be a good reservation. So, um, you know, for me, I'm sticking with rides for a little bit, and... Number two on my list is the Enchanted Tiki Room. You know, it's not a ride, it's a show, but you know, I'm I'm taking I'm taking license and calling it a ride, even though it's not a ride. (laughs) Well, it's an attraction. It's an attraction. And they always say ride slash attraction. That's true. That's true. And I just I like it because you obviously you have a great show, you have great music, you have the audio animatronics, you have a cool place if it's 85 million degrees. Yes. In June, like it can be sometimes. Um and it's just it's just where it's at. Um so Enchanted Tiki Room is number 2 on my list. Awesome. Like it, Mike. Thank you. All right. Sophie. My turn again, is it? Yeah. Yes. Number right. three. And sticking with the childhood favorite here, we have Winnie the Pooh. The many adventures oh, yeah. of Winnie the Pooh. It has been a crime, in my opinion, that we have almost missed riding this ride our last few times at Disney because it always felt like an afterthought, and that's just not right. Yeah. Because this ride, it was my childhood. I love it to death. I loved it then. I love it now. And 
You just can't go wrong with it. Yeah. So cute. It is so yeah. Cute. We used to Slide get fast passes from the kiosk, the paper fast passes for many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, and we would get an instant fast pass nine times out of ten for Mickey's PhilharMagic or vice versa. I can't remember. Maybe it was the other way around. Um, and we would ride Winnie the Pooh easily five or six times in a day. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, I know it's the same thing, but you bounce and you float <laughs> yeah. and you got the wind and you got the heffalumps and on and on and on. And, and at I the end, it. at the Daddy end of this, me. at the end of the thing, we'd all go, hooray, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and it didn't matter how old you were. When you're That's riding so that cute. ride, you are a four-year-old again, Sweet. regardless of your age. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Especially so. since I was never younger than four years old when I was at Disney. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway... Yeah, good choice, Sophie. Very sweet. You know? Thank you. It's just an ode to how much a father loves his daughter. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I love you too, Daddy. I love you too, baby. Yay. I love y'all too. No. I love you too, Brenda. <laughs> feel Ritual the love. Can hug. you feel the love tonight? Can you, today? though? Can you, though? <laughs> we can always feel it around here. Yes. Okay, I have my last food favorite. I can guess what it is over there. Sleepy um, Hollow Waffle. Yes, the oh, Waffle that I like to have. Sleepy Hollow. Wonder if I can have it now. Probably not, but whatever. Um, the Nutella Waffle's been my favorite breakfast treat for ever. <laughs> I mean, most people like the cinnamon roll, that big, huge cinnamon roll, but I love that Nutella Waffle. Mm, yummy. Over it's there the at Sleepy Hollow. It's funnel cake for me. It's the Sophie funnel cake loves for the me. Funnel cake. Ah. Funnel cake is amazing. Well, you can get that there too. Uh-huh. Yep. The best, the best. All right. That's my number three. You know, it's so funny. The <laughs> when Sleepy Hollow, I mean, I can't tell you the number of times because I, I obviously didn't keep a number, but I can't tell you the number of times. We just blew by it because because oh, inevitably knew it was there. Inevitably, why well, we knew it was there, but inevitably there'd be fifty people in line. Yeah, there's a and, there gets a pretty long line, but it really moves fast in yeah, my opinion. But but yeah. we'd see it and we'd be like, "Come on, Sophie, we'll come back." So I oh, yeah, me talking here, <laughs> and we never came back, and we would never go back. And I'm like, now we've stopped there a couple of times, and I'm like. How did we not do this? So, <laughs> that, so that good. Funnel cake is so good, and Sophie always shares a little bit with me. So Just thank you, sweet. Sophie. Just a little bit. Sweet. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a great place to get a good snack. Yep, it's also a great place to get your free ice water. Yeah. Yep. So good choice, Brenda. Thank choice. you. All right. What do you have, Mike? So, I am still in attraction slash ride mode. Okay. That's okay. And I am putting number three is the Jungle Cruise. There's so many reasons. We don't ride the Jungle Cruise 
every trip. And and that's that's okay with me. But we ride it enough that it's on my list. And I like it because it varies depending on the time of year. You might be getting the Jungle Cruise or at Christmas you might get the Jingle Cruise. Um, I love it for the corny jokes. I like being able to see it <laughs> during the day and also seeing it at night is cool. Yeah. You know? And of course, I've got I didn't bring it today. I should have brought it. But I've got my Jungle Cruise hat which I will let you know my Jungle Cruise hat does repel the back side of water too. Yep. There you go. And the I've front side it. of water. So yep. I've seen it do it. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's it's just a great it, it's it's an attraction I like and I like that it's an adventure land because it's an adventure. I haven't seen it since they changed it a little bit, so I want to see what those changes look like. So maybe I'll maybe I'll go ride it um, and maybe I'll video it for for um, YouTube. So, yay! but Jungle Cruise on my list. Great. All right. I guess that means it's my turn again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, I'm not quite sure if this one counts, but if it doesn't count, then I also have another one just in case. It counts. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's not there anymore. But it oh. still counts. That's true. I'm talking about the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Ah. Yeah. Because I know that it extends all throughout the park, or at least it extends in Fantasyland, Main Street, USA, Adventureland, and I believe also in Liberty Square. I think or- so. Or Frontierland, maybe, or so I don't know exactly. Yeah, yeah it's something that needs to be researched, even though it's not there anymore. But when I had it, I played almost exclusively in Fantasyland because that's really all I had the opportunity to do. And unfortunately, it did close down before I got the chance to go back and play mm-hmm. it all the way through. But I'm glad that I got into it while it was still there. Yeah. It was yeah. a fun game. I always saw the um, mirror portals around. And I was always like, how does one interact with those? And me, it took me so long to figure it out because I thought it cost money. Even though it's Disney and Disney's not going to charge you money to play a free game. True. But it piqued my curiosity, and when I finally got to try it, I had so much fun with it. Yeah. So that's what I like about Fantasyland, since that's the only place that I played it in. Very good. Yeah. That adds a little extra fun to your trip. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, I know we didn't get into it until you got into it late when it was about to close, but yeah. it, it's still a memory, and it's yeah. still it was something you loved about Fantasyland, so yeah. that's why it counts. And and if know, it didn't count, then I was gonna talk about the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Oh, yeah. Which you can't go wrong talking about Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. But um, 
Anyway. But, you know, anyway, that the funny thing is, is that Chris from Billy's Closet of Magic really loves, he loves Sorcerers of Magic Kingdom. I know. And, I remembered him giving me a Sorcerer's card yeah. one time as a gift. And not only that, that was how the, the, the idea for the group kind of got started was because he would he would complete the game go over to like pecos bills or somewhere just hang out and he'd have his 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 folder of all the different cards he'd gotten and he would trade or give out extras that he had to people that were needed a certain card you know so it was so that's how that really got going with billy's closet of magic was just you know, sharing extras like giving, like us giving out when we used to give out a fast pass we weren't going to use. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. Have a fast pass. You know. I miss that those days so much. Yeah. Yeah. So he, but, but the cool thing is Chris has been able to keep doing that with other things as opposed to just with fast passes. So, yeah. so that's yeah. what that's what makes Disney Disney. So that's right. All right, so good, so good selection, Sophie. Yay! Thank you. All, All right, right, Aunt Brenda. Oh, I have one more on my food list. Good. <laughs> you said the last time was your last one, but you well, know what? I decided I'm going to add this just for anybody that doesn't know because it is very. Uh, I don't know how well known it is, but in case we have listeners that haven't been yet, I definitely wanted to. To say um, the snacks, the snacks in the area at Liberty Square. My family can get the popcorn at the big popcorn cart, which also carries the hard to find popcorn buckets when they come out. So that's a place to find that. And my family can eat the popcorn, which of course, Disney popcorn is delicious. But there's also a produce company there in Liberty Square where I can get, you know, apples, oranges, fruit, you know, fresh fruit. Bananas. There's not very many fresh fruit places. So that's why I decided to go ahead and mention it is because if you're looking for fresh fruit for your family, the produce company over there in Liberty Square is awesome. Yeah. 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 That's a good selection. You know what's going to happen? What? Brenda is going to keep coming up with another food thing. No. The next thing we know, all 10 are food. No, I'm done with and my I'm food going now. I'm completely fine with that because I love food. Yeah. So, yeah, I you can tell food. I love food, too. <laughs> but I'll just combine a couple of mine to make uh, to end up being 10 still. Um, I just decided I should mention that, because, especially because of my recent developments, that I should tell people where they can get fresh fruit. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. there you go. All right. Well, that that's a very good that's a very good one. And you're right. And it's almost like um it's almost like its own little open air market. You it know? is it's so because it's so huge and there's yeah. so much to 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 grab there and get there and things like that. So, and there's yeah. little tables, so mm-hmm. there's not very many, but you can get one. Yeah. yeah. So my next one is Number four on my list is my last. Well, no, not it's not entirely my last attraction thing, but um, as a full attraction, my last one is the Swiss Family Treehouse. Ah, which is an awesome attraction. It's a walkthrough, and it never has a line. 
because no one really goes there that much anymore. But um, but it's great because you get such unique views of the rest of the Magic Kingdom. Like you can, I have pictures that I took from the top of the treehouse of Space Mountain. And Space Mountain is way on the other side of the park. And, wow. and you can see it as if it's right there because you're high enough up. You can see it. Um, so, so it's just a neat place to see unique, not very often seen areas. And of course, if I had one place I could spend the night at in the magic kingdom, I am sleeping in a hammock off the tree at the Swiss family Treehouse. That's yeah. just, that's where it's at. And, and hopefully I won't get eaten alive by bugs. <laughs> hopefully not. If you manage to get inside of that um, screened in area, you should be fine. That's true. That's true. But it's a fairly big openings. So we'll see. But anyway, I would, that would be like a cool, that would be a cool sleeping experience to sleep at the Magic Kingdom in the treehouse. That would be cool. That yeah, would be it would so be cool. <laughs> well, shoot! If I had to choose a place in Fantasyland for me to sleep, the castle. Hello. <laughs> Actually, I'm not gonna say that. Okay. How about there uh, is Snow White's play. cottage? There's a place by the Winnie the Pooh ride that features Pooh's ho- Pooh Bear's house. Mm-hmm. It, I would uh... sleep. In Pooh Bear's trees. Sanders' house. Yeah, the Sanders' house. The Sanders' tree house. Yeah, the tree. Cute. Yep. All right. Well, number five, Sophie. Yep. And I'm going to go with the the fireworks from Fantasyland. I know that you're supposed to be seeing them from Main Street. But I think I like them better when I'm behind the castle in Fantasyland because there's not a big crowd of people there. You can just sit down, relax. You don't have to be shoulder to shoulder with everyone. And then, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you don't see the projections up on the um, castle, but you still see the fireworks and you still hear what's going on. And I just think it's reminiscent of the old times at Disney where you didn't have the projections on the castle and it was just lights lighting up the castle in a certain way. And I really liked those. So I think I like it better when I'm behind the castle than when I'm in front of it. Okay. Nice. And that's a lot less crowded. Okay. It is a lot less crowded. You're absolutely right about that. And that's so, why I like it so much. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it, it's definitely a unique, ex- unique um, perspective. Even before it became with the projection show part added to it, it was, it was a neat perspective to see it from there. So. Yeah. All right, Brenda. Well, I'm jumping five. out of food and I'm going into location. Hello. Hello. So, Liberty Square is right on the parade route. Hello. 
You could just sit there and watch the little cavalcades, the parades come right through there. You're right. Yeah. So right. much fun. Yeah. And great place to watch. It's often a um it's often a really good place because most people are wanting to see the parades on Main Street. And so Main Street backs up quite a bit or it gets yeah. a lot of people. Whereas Liberty Square side isn't often as busy or as crowded. Yeah. Yeah. From that from that angle. And yep. you see the exact same parade. Yeah. <laughs> exact same. Or cavalcade or whatever. Yep, you hear the exact same mu- music. Is you it? see the exact same floats. Yep. yep. So, good so that's, choice. That's mine. Yeah. Thank right. you. You're welcome. All right. So, like I said, as far as full attractions or shows go, um, Swiss Family Treehouse is the end of my attractions. But there is an element to an attraction that I think is so cool. And I think is so funny when I, when you see it happen to unsuspecting guests. I think I know what you're talking about. Oh, what am I talking about, Sophie? You're talking about the camel at the flying carpets you of Aladdin. <laughs> I'm talking about the spitting camel. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you'll see people walk in and all of a sudden they're like, <laughs> yeah, because because the water coming from the camel's mouth has just landed right on their head. <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. Yeah, and, and it's you can't help but laugh. And and it, the funny thing about it is it it's always hot. So yeah. when you get it, it's like all of a sudden you cool down for an instant. Um, but the spitting camel, <laughs> I just think it's just terrible. It is. I just think it's funny. So. It is fun to watch. It's very fun to watch. And the the most funny part about it is that there is a giant puddle of water where the <laughs> camel spit lands. Yeah. So if you wanted to avoid it or if you were paying attention, you easily could. Yeah. yeah. As long yeah. as you know it's there. <laughs> and now and now if you're in genie plus mode, you need to make sure you know where it is. So you're welcome. Yeah. I have I have saved You're your cell welcome. Phone. <laughs> I've yeah. saved your cell phone from getting drenched. <laughs> there you go. So, but anyway, that's number five on my list. <laughs> great, great. What is your next one, Sophie? All right, my number six. My number six is actually the only snack that is on my list. <gasps> And that would be the cinnamon donut holes from the Friars Nook. Oh. When I had those, Daddy says they weren't all that impressive, but to me, they were the bomb.com. I loved them so, so much. And if I recall correctly, they came with this um, cup of, like, frosting. I think it was the cinnamon cream cheese frosting that cinnamon buns are drizzle in and it was so good and it was also good with like bacon and something because we had this for breakfast at easter Mm -hmm. time that's when we ate this Mm -hmm. it was so 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 good oh my goodness it was good 
How good was it, Sophie? Good. <laughs> <laughs> it was delicious. Oh, good. <laughs> well, that is a great choice, Sophie. Thank you. Because it is one of your ten. And, yeah, I thought, for me, I felt like it had been cooked just a little too long. And I felt like it could taste like a smokiness to it. Like it was like a smoky burnt taste, but, but that's okay. You know, my taste buds must've been off that day. Sophie yeah. said it was perfect and that's what matters. Awesome. All that matters is that if you don't like it, that means more for me. You can have the rest. Exactly. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Got to share. All right. All right, Brenda, what do you got? Well, I have a little ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sophie probably knows about it. I She's probably, probably do. <laughs> She's probably ridden it a time or two. And I guess if I had to sleep at Liberty Square, I might sleep out in the hearse. Oh. Out in the hearse? Yeah, the horseless hearse. Yep. Might have to. All right. If the you ride don't mind it, maybe. The haunted you mansion. <laughs> Yep, love the Haunted Mansion, so that's definitely something to love, to love, love in Liberty Square. Actually, come to think of it, I think, I don't think I would be sleeping in the Haunted Mansion. I say that I would, but the odds are I would probably be partying with a midnight wake. Yeah, you probably would. (laughs) At some point, you're going to crash, though. You know what you do? You get them to put, to turn the audio off. And get the and get the doom buggies going. Yeah. And just sit in a doom buggy. They're so and, hard and, though. And just relax up. We'll grab a pillow then. And just relax back <laughs> and just go through the attraction over and over again yeah, until you're lulled to, to, sleep. to sleep for sure. <laughs> or yeah. you know what? The best part I think would be if you just like had them put you midway between going out of the attic window and getting into the graveyard, turn off the audio, stop the doom buggies, and then you could go to sleep because you're kind of laying back. Oh, uh, that'd go. be better. Yeah, as long as I yeah. had a pillow. But yeah. I still yeah, want that's, a party. That's, yeah. I yeah. want to well, dance in a ball gown with the ghosts. At 3 a.m., though, you probably get tired. Hmm, you can maybe. come on over to Liberty Square and go on the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Fun, yeah. fun, fun. Anyway, so, you know, I'm starting to get down into the weeds a little bit. Oh, he's getting weedy. (laughs) So, number six on my list is kind of, I almost will will say that you might even call this one lame a little bit. But I don't think of it lame. I think of it as advantageous. If you are in Adventureland and you need to get to the Country Bears and Frontierland, okay, take the walkthrough to Frontierland. Don't go all the way around to get to the same point when you could have walked 20 steps and been there. Yeah. So, stop by the restroom. (laughs) One of the things I love is. Is the walkthrough to Frontierland, and there is a set of restrooms that are always popular. Yeah. So keep that in mind, and I have a tip on that 
coming up a little bit later. Nice, nice. And it's not just throw your kid over by you know the train or the bushes or something and go there. (laughs) That's not the tip. Yeah. But anyway, but anyway, the walk through to Frontierland is a great shortcut to get from Adventureland to to Frontierland and then on up to Liberty Square and so forth without having to go so many steps around to get to it. So. So that to me is is worth talking about. And so that's yeah. one of the things I like is the walk through the frontier land. Great. All right. Guess it's my turn again. Yep. All right. Well, this one also goes back to it's a small world, and that's why we're sticking to separate lands <laughs> so that uh-huh. we don't step on each other's toes. I like sitting in Pinocchio's village house and watching the boats from It's a Small World through those windows. Yeah. And I know my dad likes it too because we used to wave at the people there all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were probably the most desired seats in that entire restaurant. They are the most desired seats, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Although I saw um, a new desired seat that I want to try at Pinocchio's Village House. Someone went upstairs and they had uh, they have a porch and they were able to sit outside. Really? Looking over um, into Fantasyland, the walkway between It's a Small World and Peter Pan. Nice. And Fill Her Magic. And, I, and I'm like, I got to find that seat because that would be so cool. Yeah, that would so be really cool. Sit there. <laughs> so, yep. so I want to see if I can find that spot. <laughs> yep. Even well, if actually, I, all I do is sit there and take a picture. <laughs> actually, you know what? There is one other seat that is extremely coveted inside of the Pinocchio Village House, and it's actually a seat that I have still not been able to find. But. It's a seat near this special window in the um, village house, and the window features the blue fairy, and underneath it, there is a wish book there. Oh. Yeah, and you can write your wish inside that book. And the only reason I know about it is because I'm huge on Disney TikTok. And there was this one TikTok video where they were discussing fun and clever ways to propose to your partner at Disney. And the way that they talked about in that video was taking them to the Pinocchio's Village House, writing, I wish that blank, whoever you are in love with, would marry me. And then taking their partner over to show them the the book... And when they read it, you get down on one knee and you propose. I have not been cool. able to find it. I want to find it. So, looks like we're going to Pinocchio's next trip because I'm that's going neat. to find it. That would be cool. Yeah. That sounds like a a podcast topic down the road of, you know, maybe... Yeah, hidden magic or exploring in greater detail some of these things that we've that we've heard about but never seen at different yeah. different venues. You know, cool. 
like and that just, one. And by looking at the um, by looking at some of the pictures of it that are online, because all you need to do is Google Pinocchio Village House wish book and it will come up. It looks like it might be upstairs. OK, we'll, well have then to we got to go it. look for it. Yeah, yeah. We yep. gotta go look for it. definitely got to go look for it. All yeah. right. Well, good, good choice. Sophie. Very good. Thank you. Well, my oh. next one has an address of 1787. Oh, I know which one it is. Yep, it's a big house. Mm hmm. It mm. is the Hall of Presidents. Yeah. Are you going to tell us? The 1787, because that's when the Constitution was signed. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. The Declaration of Independence was 1776. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep, and the Constitution was 1787. I love the Hall of Presidents. And that might be your background picture. <laughs> yeah. You just never know. Unless you're watching YouTube. <laughs> so that's my that's mine. The Hall of Presidents. I know some people go in there to sleep. We I have never fallen asleep in there. I really Me like either. it. Neither. Neither. It is air conditioned. So if you're gonna go and it's in the summertime, go in the heat of the day. Yeah. yeah. And not only that, um, the carpet with the seal of the United States, yeah, in carpet with the with the barricade around it. Um, yeah. it didn't I hear that that is like one of two places where you can see that carpet? It's it's a special. It was specially presented to Disney. To be at the Hall of Presidents by the United States government. I did not um, hear that. And that's interesting. That's, and that, but that's why it has the the fencing around it because it's 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 not to be stepped on. Yeah. So awesome. I read that somewhere, and maybe it's an urgent urban urban myth myth or urban legend. Um, but I think I had heard that, and I think that's why it has the has the fencing around it so people can't just walk right all over it and yeah. everything like that. Nice. So nice. But that's a great choice, Brenda. Thank you. Great choice. Um for me, the next one on my list is currently not available. And hopefully it will not be in that way for much longer. Um, but one of the things that I like about Adventureland, especially in that area where you've got, um, you've got the magic carpets of Aladdin and you got the Tiki room in that area, that big open area. One of the things that we've got there, that's kind of a playoff of the magic carpets of Aladdin is the Agrabah Bazaar. And the Agrabah Bazaar is where I bought my mickey safari hat ah um, years ago ah. and and i still have that hat and it's it's really cool i use it now to put the pins that i don't trade i put it on the, oh, the, cool. the rim of the hat um and and it's a it's a cool it's it's a cool souvenir that i've that i've kept for a long time but i got it there and and it's just a neat open air kind of market area market scene setting where you can 
do a little shopping and find some really unique souvenirs. So the Agrabah Bazaar is um, Agrabah. I guess I'm saying it wrong. Agrabah. Is is on my list. And right now it still says temporarily unavailable, but hopefully that will not be for much longer. Yeah. So. Hey, very good. That's on my list for number seven. All right. I guess that means it's my turn again. Yeah. Well, in the beginning, I said that Prince Charming's Regal Carousel was not on my list. Yeah. And it's not, but there is something in front of it that is on my list, and it's something that I very much love the nod to, and that would be the sword in the stone and anvil. Oh, that, yeah. I love the movie The Sword in the Stone. I love how it does not even focus around the sword in the stone until like the last five minutes of the movie, and instead talking about Arthur and his quest to find his self-worth and get an education. And it's a wonderful movie, and I love that they found a way to pay a nod to it because there is no other mention of it anywhere else in the entire park. Yeah. But it deserves to have a place because it's truly fantastical. It is one of, it's the OG fairy tale in my opinion. Because all of the other fairy tales that Disney has talked about have probably been from the Brothers Grimm, which was written far after the events of The Sword in the Stone took place. Okay. So I just really like it. It's one of my favorites. Awesome. Well, good. Good choice, Sophie. Yep. Thank you. And it's cool because you see kids to this day. Trying to pull it walk, out. You can't walk by there and not see someone trying to pull the, the sword out of the stone. You know, yeah. you just can't. <laughs> yeah. and, it, and that's really cool because it's still got popularity to this day. Even though yeah. it's 50 years old, you know? Yep. Yep. So, good choice, Sophie. Good choice. Good choice. Thank you. Well, oh. I'm going to pop to some windows in Liberty Square and oh. things that are in the windows, like, for instance, the lantern that's in the window to symbolize the midnight ride of Paul Revere. You know awesome. what? I only just learned about that. Really? I was yeah. there was a YouTube video. Touches. There was a YouTube video that I was watching and it was talking about the secrets of Disney World that you probably didn't know. And I did not know about that window until it told me about it. So yep, let's have Brenda cool. tell us a little bit more about it. Well, it's just it, I mean that particular one has the lantern in it for the Midnight Rider Paul Revere. And then there's a different window that has a rifle like leaning up in it. And that, this is what's funny for me. And, you know, probably because the day and age ran. But the the one with the rifle in it symbolizes that the, that the man is home from war and at home to protect him, his home and his family. That uh -huh. is what that symbolized. Well, then... If he's gone to war, everybody knows he's 
home. I mean, what? The, what? <laughs> what? Like, why would you want people to know you're not there? Well, that's true. I think back that's in true. that point in time, everyone was off the war. Yeah, and I think back in, yes. I think back in that day, you could people had a certain expectation to be good in that time and it was generally higher than it is now yeah that's good but you know yeah i i would have i think i would have used a prop and yeah and just kept it there all the time but you know i'm sure there was a reason and it you know there because disney disney does things you know authentically they did that because that is the way it was and everything is so authentic and it that's one yeah. of the things i love about liberty square is they just the attention to detail is ridiculous i mean yeah. really yeah even how the shutters like hang they're not like straight and they mm -hmm. kind of hang because they used to have them on like leather uh leather straps and you know leather kind of change you know changes Stretches. over time and it yeah and so everything like that is just so it's just neat to look at i mean yeah so great how they're they just try to do everything so authentically. Yeah, and yeah. So if I may, mm -hmm. if I may add on, I actually know of one more uh, window, like, are we calling it Easter eggs or are we calling it nods? I don't know. But there is one more window in Liberty Square that I did learn about from that, from the um, video I was talking about that taught me about the lanterns. And it's a window that has a doll in the window. And that doll was placed there to signify to firefighters that a child, oh, that a child lives. lives in there. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So that if That's there was a cool. fire in that house, that they would know there's a child in that house. We need to act even more quickly than we always do. Yeah. That is interesting, especially since I'm a firefighter's daughter and a firefighter's mother. That yeah. is very, that was very smart. Yeah. That's cool. Good yeah, Good. another way times have changed because we wouldn't want people to know where our children are in our house now. Yeah. yeah. But that's very interesting, Sophie. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Good, 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 good number. Good number Yay. eight on there. Yeah. So, so my next one, um, I, it's a toss up between these last three. So I am going to give number eight is Aloha Isle right outside, right outside of the Enchanted Tiki Room. Um, I just think it's we don't eat there very often, but if you want some ice cream and if you want a Dole Whip, you can go Sunshine, but you can also get it there um, and you can get various things there that. Is, on a hot day, there ain't nothing better than some some soft serve ice cream. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so Aloha Isle is is on my list. That's my next one that I like about about Adventureland. So great, great choice. Yum. Anything yeah. food related, I'm all for it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Yay! Good choice. What is your next one, Sophie? My next one? Oh, wow, we're already on number nine. Yay. My next one is Mickey's Philhar Magic. Oh, nice. I love Mickey's Philhar Magic. Yeah. Yep. 
I went through rewriting this list a couple times, and originally Mickey's Philharmagic was not there. But as I got to thinking about it more, I realized I really, really like Mickey's Philharmagic. I like Donald, I like Mickey, I like all the movies that were referenced in there, and I like that they added Coco to it now. Yeah. Yeah. And that Coco scene is so cool. It is and such it's, a well it's done. such a just, seamless, yeah. I know, mm-hmm. it's crazy how they can do that. You wouldn't have, if if you didn't, what? you didn't okay. know they added it in later, yeah. Yeah, if you didn't see it before it was there and you didn't know that they added it in, you would never have guessed that it was a new addition to it. That's true, they're just, it's completely seamless. Yeah. I love the story I'm about to tell. Sorry, Sophie. You're fine. <laughs> it involves Sophie, obviously. I love how at the end, when Donald shoots out of the tuba and he comes through the screen and he comes into the back of the wall uh-huh. and you see him you know, flailing around back. Flailing around. And then at the end, he falls in. Yeah. And I I love how um, Sophie, who loved Donald Duck at, as a six and seven year old, she absolutely adored him. Every time we saw Donald, we were getting a picture with Donald. It didn't matter <laughs> how many times we'd had a picture with Donald. We were getting <laughs> and I love how she turned around and she and she said loud enough for everyone to hear, "Donald, are you all right?" And everyone around us just started chuckling a little bit. Oh, and it cute. was so cute because so was so worried about Donald being oh, hurt. That's so cute. It was it's so adorable. And that is one of those memories that is up there for all time and will never <laughs> Sweet. disappear. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. So that's what I love about PhilharMagic is Yay. You know, the emotion it brings out in, in your in your little children, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I love yeah. music. I love the music and the scenes and everything about it. So that is a that is an underrated attraction, I think. Yeah, yeah. And it's so good. Another place to be when in the heat of the day for sure too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Great choice. All right, All Brenda, right. number nine. Well, we're going to stick with the authenticity at Disney, and we're going to go with the orange and light brown paint that was used to make the sewage run through Liberty Square. Because back in the revolutionary time, there was no bathroom. They had no bathroom, so they used to throw their sewage out into the street. Thank God. That Disney did not feel that there was a need for any smell-o-vision kind of thing around there. Because <laughs> I would not be able to go to Liberty Square. But the no. fact that, that the road is, they made it so authentically for that era is awesome. And another thing is, you and Mike alluded to this earlier, you cannot find restrooms anywhere in Liberty Square. So if yeah. you're going to go to the restroom, you need to go to Tangled the tangled restrooms over there beyond Haunted Mansion. But there is a restroom located in Columbia Harbor House, but the restroom location in Columbia Harbor House is actually sitting in Fantasyland. Just like Tangled is too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So so it's not like you're having to walk. The good thing is you're not having to walk 20 miles right. 
to find a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But technically is not in Liberty Square. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so. But it but is yeah. a small bathroom, so it really it's for patrons of the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. But the Tangle one is kind of is big enough and it's kind of cool. It's because you've cool got the area. tower and you can the, one of the games we we don't find them all, but one of the games is finding all the Pascals to see how many Pascals you can find. Yeah, you know? and I found out that there is one that I've missed, and I think I know where it is now. So there's only one we've missed too, and we're just it just keeps eluding us. We're driving us. Is nuts. it the one that is? That looks like it's part of a tree. I don't remember. I know that there's one that I have not found before that is really able to blend in with this tree. It's painted like the bark. You wouldn't even notice it unless you were looking Ooh, really we hard. We need to look when we go. Yeah, there are 10 total. We need to look when we go and see if we can find that one that keeps just eluding us. Yeah. yeah. Well. That's down the road. Well, that's something to yeah. look at down the road. Yeah. Um, number nine on my list is actually something that I want to try. And it's not something I, I think I've ever had. Um, but I want to eat at Tortuga Tavern, which. Oh, fun. I, I, I've never been there. And I, I was looking at it the other day and I saw that it's quick service. And it's got like hot dogs and stuff like that. And I'm like, what a what a great little spot. Just if you're waiting for the line to die down or if you're wanting to if you just rode pirates and you want to grab something, you know, there's there's a little quick service right there. And I think I get confused about it because you know, right around that area, we're we're so close from leaving Adventureland and entering Frontierland, and there's there's almost on that side of it to me anyway. It feels like there's no real delineation for when you're leaving Adventureland and entering Frontierland, and so to me, they kind of run together a little bit. Um, and so so um, because of that, I think I always thought that. Pecos Bills was part of Adventureland when it's really part of Frontierland. So, so, um, so I think that's why I just always skip by Tortuga because they're all in this right near each other and it's probably right. at the same kitchen or something like that. So, yeah. Um, so anyway, that's just, just something I want to, you know, get a hot dog from there and just see what that I think of like it. sounds like a plan. You know? Yeah. So. So that's number nine. Yay. All right. So All right. coming so down to 10. the final one. Number 10. And this one is the one that I love most of all. And admittedly, when I first thought of this, I was like, is Cinderella's Castle part of Main Street or Fantasyland? Fantasyland. But, yeah. We've decided that it's Fantasyland. And so the thing that I like the most about Fantasyland is the tunnel that you take through Cinderella's castle and it shows you all of the mosaics that depict mm -hmm. Cinderella's story. Yeah, yeah they're it beautiful. It is so beautiful and I love them so much. I love the portrayal of her that they put in the 
murals because it's not the classic Cinderella from the 1950s that you know. It is a completely different style and it is, ooh, it truly shows the fantasy and grandeur of the fairy tale itself. Yeah. Really beautiful. Yeah. Those mosaics are really cool. And, you know, I think Disney saw how much people liked that mosaic, um, the mosaic. And that's, I think, why over at Riviera, you've got the mosaic from from Tangled. That is is another great Yeah, they light up. Those are gorgeous. Yeah. It's a good choice, Sophie. Wait a That's a good closer, you know? Thank you. My and closer gonna... won't be anywhere near as good, but not to <laughs> oh. be yet. We're at we're at Brenda. Well, I'm going to close out with the Liberty Bell replica. <gasps> yes, I like the Liberty oh, Bell yeah. replica that sits over there at Liberty Square. So that's you know. I love that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's... Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That little area, that whole little area right there, which is where we usually sit to watch the parade. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So that's, that's my number that's... 10 is the Liberty Bell replica. <laughs> yes. Well, my number 10. Picture this. You're on Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. You've got a little. You're halfway. You just finished the drop. And your little says. Daddy, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> no. <laughs> and you're like, well, hold it because we're on the ride and we can't stop the ride. And they hold it. The beauty is you come out of the you come out of the pirates, you turn left, two feet away is a set of bathrooms for Pirates of the Caribbean. There you go. And you don't have to wait in the long line of the cut-through bathrooms that that cut through to fantasy to Frontierland. You've got this one right over here, and it's almost secluded. Yeah, it's very quiet. It, I don't think many people know it's there. If you're looking for a restroom, think about that one because it is, it's almost hidden, and it is a great spot if you need to go to the bathroom. So yep. very convenient. And is the bathrooms by the Pirates of the Caribbean. Awesome. Oh, That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> but it's it is what it is. And it, you know, those sorts of things happen. And yeah. Don't forget about that one. Yay. I Just don't know. like that one is similar to me, is like um the bathroom over just beyond the Friars Nook where the the Cheshire cat is. That yeah. set of bathrooms there is almost, I think, is is fairly far enough back that many people don't even think it, don't even realize it's there. Yeah. And so, and you got tables so you can even sit outside and wait while people are in the bathroom. So, there you go. Like awesome. I said, Sophie's number ten was a great closer. Brenda had a great closer, and I've got closing with a restroom. All right. <laughs> There you go. There you go. I guess we can also talk about the fact that for the 50th anniversary, you guys were 
cooling off after writing Pirates of the Caribbean, and I told you I would be right back. I guess you thought I was going to those bathrooms. Well, when I came back, I had this $50 tiara on my head and the most guilty grin I've probably ever had. <laughs> and you were like, what on earth did you do? And I was like, Jagan is going to kill me when she found out I spent $50 on a tiara. And she didn't, but I thought she was. Well, because it's we your all money, know. So. Yeah, but Jagan is very particular about finances. Yeah. So is Sophie though. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> and so Sophie the bath just bought a tiara. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that shopping area in the Pirates is pretty cool too. Because it does have a lot of neat stuff like Sophie's tiara. Yeah. Um, but and for the record, I am gonna be wearing that tiara on my birthday. Okay. Yay. Well there you go. Um so anyway, that is our feature topic this week. Next yeah. week, we've got Brenda is talking about Tomorrowland. Sophie is talking about Frontierland. Mm -hmm. And I am talking about Main Street USA. Awesome. And Yay! The 10 things we like about each of those lands. Yay. So I hope everyone has enjoyed this feature topic. And now. It is time for Sophie's This Day in Disney History for May 2nd. So take it away, kiddo. All right. This one was extremely special to me. And this, take, this takes place all the way back in 1964. May 2nd, oh. 1964, Disney's fourth World's Fair exhibit, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, finally makes its New York debut after weeks of technical problems. Nice. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that there were other attractions that were at the World's Fair besides the Carousel of Progress and It's a Small World. Yeah. Yeah, there was there was those two. There was Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. Yeah. And there was a car type exhibit that was sponsored by Ford, I think. Probably what became Autopia? Maybe. Maybe. I think so. I'm not 100% certain, but but yeah, there were several things that back you got to keep in mind, you're looking at Disneyland has been open 9 years and it was a huge it be, it became such a huge destination. Everyone was like, Walt Disney, what can you do for us? Can you do this? We, we, and he's like, yeah, I can do this. I can do that. We can do this. And, and he had the team that could pull it off, you know? So. Yeah. Well, it, I, I'm not, I want to make sure y'all, everyone remembers that last week I stumped the soap. Wow. Only <laughs> once. Only You're once. not going to do it again. I have zero, zero expectation of doing so again. <laughs> <laughs> this character, I think we all love this character. Mm. There are a this lot of characters character, I love. Yeah. This character is ever faithful. And never speaks. Oh, 
Hmm? Dopey. No. What? It's not dopey. Pluto? It Dumbo? is Pluto. Brenda got it. You go, Pluto. You go, Brenda. Wow. <laughs> Yay, Brenda. Can't stump the Brenda either. <laughs> no, you can you can always stump the Brenda. It's just that, you know, I've been a Mickey fan my entire life, so you know. <laughs> I'll read you the whole thing and I'll and the next clue was gonna be that this character is very clear about his feelings and he's fiercely protective. And the last clue was that this character has a particular dislike for cats. <laughs> <laughs> That was going to be the giveaway, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but it says here, Pluto is Mickey Mouse's ever-faithful pup. Although he never speaks, Pluto is always very clear about his feelings. Friendly, loyal, and fiercely protective of Mickey, Pluto is also rather mischievous. When yeah. he gets into trouble, he, quote, apologizes, end quote, by sheepishly putting his tail between his legs. Pluto also has a particular dislike for cats, especially Minnie's cat, Figaro. He's been known to chase Figaro as well as Chippendale, but most of the time, Pluto is a very good dog. (laughs) So that's my who's who character. And the new name of the show is Stump the Brenda. No, no, no. You can always stump the Brenda. That is what? not hard. What? Am I suddenly I getting kicked Sophie out has. of my own game? No, you're if not getting the knowledge kicked Sophie out. Has, I would be, boy, I would be just walking on clouds over here. <laughs> telling you. Well, so, I don't have the well, with for, for all well, the knowledge Sophie has there. But you know what well, you do have? You do have a little bit of Walt. I do have yeah. a little bit of Walt. We all do, thank God. Yeah. Yes. So give us a little bit of Walt, Brenda. Well, this is another one about children. I've been focusing on those lately, not on purpose, but it just happens that way. A child is helpless in choosing what is to be engraved on his mind during the formative years. The awesome responsibility is assumed for better or worse by us adults. Today, we are shapers of the world of tomorrow. That is the plain truth. There is no way we conduct the responsibility and there is no reason except sloth and cowardice why we should. Walt Disney, the man. The man. Absolutely. That is, oh my gosh. I don't remember, I don't know when he made that quote. Timely, isn't it? (laughs) He could have said that if he were around now, he could he have said that so. yesterday, and it would be so perfect. But the yeah. fact that he said this probably in the early 60s or in the 50s, and it's still perfect. Yeah, You're absolutely right. It is a timeless quote. Yeah. So thank you, Walt, for that quote. And thank, thank you, you Brenda. Thank You're you, Brenda, welcome. for sharing it. Because that, that's a big-time quote. That is something we need yeah. to remember. Yep, for sure. What what an honor it is to be a parent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And a responsibility. And a huge responsibility. Yeah. All right. Well, folks, that wraps us up for this week. We hope you have had a 
great week and a great time on our episode this week. Um, we hope you have a great week coming up. And as always, she's Sophie. That's Brenda. He's Grogu. And I'm Mike. And we will see, see you on the road. road. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.